and welcome to the third episode of Punkcast Niche. Joining me with me, as always, is the great Nick Hill. Nick, uh, how are you doing today? Howdy, how's it going? I'm doing, doing all right. How about yourself? I can't complain. Um, just kind of living up the life of luxury after the uh, commercial success of our podcast. I'm, I'm not seeing any of that. Are you, are you collecting all the royalties on this and not giving me my fair share? I'm not going to lie. I am literally living in poverty. I just cannot make, <laughs> uh, go with this lie anymore. So, Well, I'm recording in a closet, so we're not doing that great, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are plenty of jokes to be made here, but we've already made like <laughs> half of them. So, Yeah, so, uh, so. let's I just, let's just go ahead and push that one behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yep. June 1st, is there anything that you would consider special about today oh is there 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 is quite a bit (laughs) that i would consider special about june 1st i have quite a few national holidays today if you would love for me to go over those i will i would like nothing less oh okay well uh let's nothing more (laughs) (laughs) no that's fine i totally understand um okay yeah this was good yeah another week in the books all right thanks for listening Uh, guys uh, yeah this is a national stab your best friend in the back day apparently (laughs) (laughs) national criticize every move your friend makes day Yes, that's it. That's oh, okay. Let's be serious about this because today there's quite a few. I'm gonna go over some. Some aren't that important. Some are even better than like Christmas. Uh, first one, oh, wow. it's okay. National Nail Polish Day. Not that cool. I mean, that's no. I don't know. It's second one. National Go Barefoot Day. Okay, kind of overrated. Those shoes for. A I reason. think so. Yeah, like we've advanced so far, we've evolved so far in life that I feel like why is there a National Go Barefoot Day? That's that would be going back in time. I yeah, like my. Maybe, maybe next will be National uh, High Five Your Best Caveman Friend Day, and we'll get exactly. get the ball rolling with that one. Or or the wheel, because if it's caveman, they, they get the wheel rolling. Yeah, there we that. go. That's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, moving moving forward, um, National Olive Day. I'm okay. not a fan of olives, but that's today. Yeah, I don't like all of it, but it sounds like a decent day. Uh, today is also National Say Something Nice Day, so here's a quick pun for you. Uh, I all of you, Matt. <laughs> see, you're just tying two days in, and that it blew my mind. Yeah, you're like, see, you're mm-hmm. like the uh, Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting of podcasting. You're putting, oh these equa- you're putting these equations together, and I'm just really liking it. Well, you just said something nice about me, so you just fulfilled your requirement for say or say something nice day. So, congrats. You see that? What goes around Bravo. comes around. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a boomerang. Absolutely. Yeah. So next one. This is this is where it gets really juicy. Uh, my favorite day: uh, National Hazelnut Cake Day. Oh. Okay. Did yes. you eat a hazelnut cake mm-hmm. today? I had two, two full cakes. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of cake, but you know I'm still kicking. So it's. Uh, we'll see. Well, I'll probably have a good poop story for a later podcast <laughs> later tonight. So, <laughs> um, and I, I don't think this is a coincidence that these this second day falls on today, but National Heimlich Maneuver Day. I think there's oh. a connection there with the hazelnut cake and Heimlich Maneuver. Like, there, I, you see that? Uh, I hope you didn't put that second day into practice after the hazelnut cake day. 
I did not. Unfortunately, I I I'm a pro eater, as I like to say. Uh, okay. I've never had food dishonor me to where I thought I was going to choke. In all fairness, I've never really heard of anyone choking on cake. That's like, exactly. It's kind of like when you choke on an ice cube and you just kind of question what you did in your life to get to that point. Uh, yeah, that's inter- I wonder if it's possible to choke on ice cube or if it would melt before you actually choked. You know, there's I mean, I think there are plenty of ways to find out. I'm not going to be the one to do it, but yeah, neither am I. Um and na- last last day here, okay. National right. Pen Pal Day. Wow. That that's still yeah. like a thing like pen pals actually exist. That that's still a thing. It's kind of like when you moved off to Texas and you told me to write you every day and I didn't. <laughs> um because I felt like pen pals weren't a thing, but apparently they still are. So, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, for a little backstory, um I went to basic training in Texas and uh we had this great reunion beforehand and Nick, Nick promised me that he would write me. And we even, I, I even remember the group hug and I kind of, if I could take that back, I would just, which is, it's, a, <laughs> it's a group hug, which is meaningful. So it was, it was, but we moved on now we're, we're our podcast co host So I feel like we've gotten over it. We have, or at least we've I made, have. Le- we've, ha- we've made, yeah, well, some of us, yeah, we've moved on. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of moving on, uh, I think we recently <laughs> just did, just hit the one year anniversary of the shooting of Harambe. Uh, Nick, what, any we comments did. on this? So I I I feel like I should give some backstory here, just in case somebody out there doesn't know who Harambe was. But May twenty eighth, twenty sixteen, we lost a great soul of the world. It, it was in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Zoo. A three year old boy climbed into a gorilla enclosure. And ultimately, everybody feared for that little boy's life so much. I don't know why. Um, I, I feel like at that age, you should be able to engage in combat with a gorilla. But clearly, <laughs> this, this child was underdeveloped some way. And so they had to shoot Harambe. And they killed him. And that was just one year and a couple days ago. And I feel like we should have a brief moment of silence for that. Yeah, we should. But we're not going to. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. Dishonor the gorilla. Go ahead and dishonor that that lovely gorilla like that and, and you say uh for those who haven't heard of it i you know i don't think i've met a single person who you know hasn't logged on the internet in the last three minutes who hasn't been you know just absolutely bombarded with harambe posts i'm pretty sure after the the uh the initial <laughs> the shooting i guess you could call it uh <laughs> there were plenty of memes to be made plenty of memes to be made yeah Quite a few memes, and it was a joyous time because, you know, today's society, we are a society of memes. So whenever <laughs> we can turn something into a meme, even better. And it's funny, uh, I've actually heard that uh, people are honoring Harambe by going to the, the Cincinnati Zoo, which is where uh, he which was where he was shot, RIP, and uh, shotgunning beers in front of <laughs> the enclosure he used to be in. So if you're in Cincinnati for whatever reason, first of all, I'm sorry. Second of all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to the beer. Go to the go to the beer. Go to the zoo and shotgun a couple beers for Harambe. That's because that's what he would have wanted. He would have. I, I I believe that Harambe was one of the largest craft beer consumers uh, in Cincinnati. I I think I read that uh, in a non scientific study recently. So absolutely, there FYI. are plenty of plenty of stories published on his personal life that uh, that didn't go as viral as uh, his slang, which is, which it, is sad was, that. 
you know. He was a life taken too soon. That we Absolutely. can agree on that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been to uh, a few zoos in my day, and um, I actually remember one time we went to a zoo when I was a kid, and we went to a uh, a gorilla enclosure, much like the Harambe one, and um, mm-hmm. I remember we were really entertained because we clapped and the gorilla clapped back, and you know, it's 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 a very minor thing, but you get entertained easily with animals. And uh, we kept doing it. <laughs> and honestly, at one point, the gorilla p- picks up a handful of dirt and just chucks it at me and my family. So, um, hey now, yeah, it, it was it was intense. So, I, me that, feeling a little bit sorry for Harambe is kind of it's kind of hard pressed. I don't. I, it's it's hard for me to truly feel sorry. So you you clearly have some beef with you know primates. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if a Planet of the Apes uh, scenario ever pops off, I might be one of the first to die. I don't know why I was targeted, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. that I saw this in the news. It was, a, uh, I feel like, a couple months ago. There was, it's the same scenario. A family went to a zoo, and they're standing in front of the little, like I guess, chimp enclosure, and there's a little kid clapping and the, the monkey's dancing around and whatnot. And next thing you know, the the chimpanzee uh, puts his hand down between his legs, poops in his hand, and then <laughs> chucks a turd at this family. <laughs> and honest that. to God, yeah, honest to God, bless her heart, poor grandma in the wheelchair caught a flaming steaming pie <laughs> right to the nose. Just, it was the funniest thing. And then there's a little girl, and she's like, oh, they got grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was just... It, it, you know it's it's ridiculous, but in all fairness, that that's a a zoo trip that those kids will never forget. Because you're not gonna remember the zoo trip that you went and you saw the animals and nothing happened. You know, that's true. I, I, the grandma may forget it because I think she had Alzheimer's. I believe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> grandma, grandma really took She's one a- for the team, but uh, she did. You, yeah, you certainly get uh quite quite a bit of experience at zoos, and uh, kind of mm-hmm. along the similar lines uh amusement parks have had their fair share of i guess accidents and you know kind of anxiety inducing moments with them too nick you ever uh you experienced any of these or heard anything about any of these i i've experienced some i know there's quite a few that just happened recently uh actually there was one in california i feel like everybody that has the internet has probably seen this video i don't know if you've seen it but it, like I said, it's in California. It was this 10-year-old boy, and he was going down a slide in this new park that just opened up. And the slide was called the Emerald Plunge. And it drops at an 80-degree angle. So wow. it, it I, he clearly had picked up some speed. And watching the video, you can tell that his he was moving. And you know when you bottom out on a water slide, there's kind of like a pool of water. He hit that pool of water, and he started to skip like a rock. And next thing you know, he bounced over the ledge and just slid around concrete. It was it it looked it looked serious, but apparently he just walked away with scratch like minor scratches and bruises, which is amazing. Kids are tough, you know. You can't do that as an adult. But no, uh, you can't. I mean, I, that's why babies. I, you you can drop babies all the time. They always they bounce back. They're pliable, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I haven't had many children to practice on. Well, that you I haven't of. had any. Yeah, that I know of, uh, legitimate children. Um, but I'm sure if I ever came across that opportunity for scientific research, I would try. <laughs> but so I just want to bring something up here because this this slide dropped at an 80 degree angle. At one point, does like it come it, like the crossover from a slide 
to just a drop. Like it's not a ride anymore. <laughs> like where you're just going down, your body's not touching the slide. That's a drop. It's not a slide. <laughs> like that's not a ride. That's a terrifying experience. Yeah, I mean, I don't just, get me wrong. In, in geometry, I I'm, was pretty average, but uh, you know, a, a ninety degree <laughs> angle, you know, straight up. I, I can't imagine an eighty degree being much. You know what? What kind of momentum is keeping you down? The physics is also something I'm not good at, but uh, common I, sense yeah. maybe a little bit better. I, yeah, just think thinking about it. Like if I was up there and like looking down, it's like oh, ten more degrees, I'd be looking straight down. I'm not going to ride this down. <laughs> 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 but it just, I I've had an experience similar to that kind of. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't ten years old. I also didn't fly out of a slide, but it was up in New York at. Um, Water Safari. It's a water park in okay. the Adirondacks. And they have this water slide there, and I, I feel like it's called, like, Kilimanjaro. It's, like, the mountain. It's super tall. It's really tall, but it got the nickname Wedgie Majaro uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact uh, degree of the drop. I just know that it made me squeal like a little child. And, by the way, I was 17 when I did this. <laughs> when you go down a slide... Uh, sounding like Mickey Mouse, that's when you know it's uh, uh, ultra effective and doing uh, yeah. living Thrilling. up to his name. Yes. But it, it did, actually, it did live up to his name because when I, I feel like I hit Mach 1 uh, halfway down the slide, broke the sound barrier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just me, just a 275 pound, pale, pasty, fat white boy <laughs> shooting down, plummet, plummeting down a slide. <laughs> when I hit that, that bottom out part, like I said, where there's a pool of water, my shorts went so far up my butt. <laughs> it was, it was you know, the most painful experience I've ever had in my life. You know, you're describing this to me right now, and you, you say breaking the sound ba- uh, barrier, and all I can picture is, and I've ne- I have yet to see it in my lifetime, but I don't know what Haley's Comet looks like, but I imagine it looked something like you that day. It, exactly. Yes. Absolutely. If you've seen Haley's Comet, you've seen me going down a water slide at the age of 17 at 275 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was it was a bad day. I mean, I it know, just water slides, I had to face uh, embarrassment. Yeah, water slides are doable for me. Uh, it's in terms of roller coasters, I'm probably uh, the biggest wuss. It takes me a solid uh, thirty minutes to get to convince me to go like go karting. So like roller coasters, uh, just a step <laughs> above that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, amusement Wait, parks are always some kind of adventure. I hate yeah, I hate heights. Okay. I can't do heights. I, I mean I don't like commercial airlines. Oh. So you don't you don't like flying? That's my threshold, yeah. Because oh. you have an odd sense of control. You know, you're driving a car, you have this sense of control. Even even though, you know, statistically speaking, you're more likely to die in a car wreck, but you have this this maybe this false sense of, oh, okay, I got this situation under control. You're in a plane like the odds of you getting out of that one uh, untouched, unscathed, slim to none. That's why. That's, I think I've that's true. You, I mean, we've, we've all, well, I have. I bet you have. We've all seen Airplane. We know how, how flights can go. <laughs> yeah, snakes on and, a plane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Airplane, Sna- yeah. Yeah, well, it's even snakes on a plane. That's even scarier. I mean, <laughs> yeah. can you imagine? Can you imagine being on a flight with Samuel L. Jackson, though? I, yeah, I don't know what's scarier, being on a flight with him or being on a flight with <laughs> snakes on a plane. With snakes. Anyway, 
But so your your roller coasters. Have you ever had any experiences like where you you got on a roller coaster and you instantly regretted it, or like you like you said, it, it's taking you x amount of time to get on a roller coaster and then you just stand up there and then ultimately they're like okay you either ride the ride or you have to get back down <laughs> in all fairness uh every roller coaster i get on i do regret but um most of the time i just close my eyes uh completely i don't enjoy it i don't i mean i like uh, the adrenaline <laughs> rush is kind of cool but um I, I think i did space mountain in disney world one time and i swear i still have concussions and whiplash from that so but. some roller coasters they'll really whip you around it like you really got to make sure that your head's jammed back into that little headrest or you're going to come out fully concussed <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's essentially simulating parkinson's it's not that one was not oh, up to par in terms <laughs> of its standards <laughs> have you ever been on a roller coaster that's gotten stuck because that's my fear of going on a roller coaster and like getting stuck on it no, but if I mean I always bring a cyanide pill on roller coasters just in case a scenario like that ever pops off. Just, just in case I gotta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because I I feel like it depends on where you get stuck and how bad it will be. Like mid mid loop would be terrible, hanging upside down. Oh yeah. Or but or if oh, you're yeah. like almost towards the end, it's flattened out. Like it may not be that bad, but still being stuck on something where you're restricted because me, I'm a bigger guy. Like those, those over the shoulder harnesses, they're pretty tight. Like I, when I'm getting off the roller coaster, I'm trying to get my breath back because I've been compressed for X amount of time. You're right. And I mean, those things never seem completely reliable. I mean, when do you ever want to have like wiggle room in a scenario where you could potentially fall out? And also because there's, different types of harnesses like you have your individual harness where it'll go over just you but you know like the the cart roller coasters where it's like a bench seat and then it just has the one bar that comes over your lap in those instances you're only as safe as your fattest rider <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> like if, so, if you're if, if me and you went on a ride like that you wouldn't be safe at all i'd be secured <laughs> but you'd slip out of there <laughs> so the key everyone who is listening is uh Whenever you go to amusement parks, have a couple of a little bit of chubby buddies there with you to really hold you down in life. Chubby but, buddies, uh, I like it. <laughs> speaking of uh, <laughs> roller coaster rides, let's marriage is a roller coaster ride, and uh, it is recently uh, in Las Vegas, uh, cur- my current residency, you can actually get married at a Taco Bell on the Strip for six hundred dollars. That's not this, bad. This is Taco Bell, the fast food restaurant we're talking about here. I know, but still, $600, I feel like a lot of weddings are get pretty expensive. Like, or Do they supply food? Like, is it catered by Taco Bell? Um, I'd have to actually do research on that, but I want to say there is a food package included with that. Hey, nothing like getting a, like a cheesy burrito on your wedding day, and that's not a euphemism for anything. <laughs> 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 i mean i just yeah. i it, there's i feel like you know nowadays people are getting married anywhere you can get married skydiving you get married underwater in an aquarium somewhere you're, you get married on the side of a plane in the air so i'm not surprised that taco bell is trying to capitalize on this and be like yeah all right let's go ahead get them in here you know tie the knot get them a taco get them out absolutely and and it makes sense getting married underwater too because you're already in like over your head so 
<laughs> good. Very good. Congrats. <laughs> well, I would I would also like to think at these these Taco Bell weddings that instead of, you know, confetti being thrown, they they throw those uh cinnamon like crunch rolls or whatever they are or just throw like uh um shredded cheese. <laughs> so just th- <laughs> yeah, throwing <sure>. cheddar. <laughs> yeah, if they have that, I kind of just assume that uh they they just have blocks of cheese back there. I mean, I really don't want to know in all honesty, but um yeah, I know, not many people I, go to Taco Bell to find to actually want to know what they're eating. You go to Taco yeah, Bell at like 2 a.m. when you're drunk, you want something easy to eat and you've already made out. enough bad life choices and you want to go somewhere else. Exactly. You know, Nick, yep. Nick, if you had to get married in one place and and really sell it to the listeners here, where where would be your uh, your place of choice? Uh, my place of choice. Interesting. Um, I really like the outdoors. I wouldn't mind a, a fresh mountainside. You know, crisp mountain right. air is really nice. But I also, you know, I'm a big fan of Waffle House. Yes. I, I wouldn't mind. You know, if you can get married at Taco Bell, why can't we get married at Waffle House? You know, that's, that's a great point. And the thing about Waffle House is uh, Nick and I have been – frequenting the the waffle houses all the way from uh north carolina to georgia and uh mm-hmm. we, we know how to spot a good one so if, yes. if any of you ever plan on getting married we, we have many tips of advice nick uh in your opinion what makes what makes a waffle house a waffle house uh everything you walk <laughs> in and it's it's the the waffle waitress behind the counter that has no teeth and it's the guy sitting at the counter <laughs> and his boxers and a wife beater. <laughs> That's what makes a Waffle House. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's one of those American classics, man. <laughs> if you, let me give you guys advice. If you walk up to a Waffle House and there's not a woman outside, it was not, excuse me, there's not a cook outside smoking a cigarette, you should leave because that Waffle House is not legit. It's a subpar Waffle House, oh, definitely. Absolutely. If you walk into the bathroom, of a Waffle House and don't automatically feel like you're going to contract some kind of disease like the West Nile virus, you need to just leave <laughs> because that's not the Waffle House for you. Yeah. And also, <laughs> if, I just want to know why every time you drive past a Waffle House, <laughs> the windows are always fogged up. <laughs> There's always so much moisture inside Waffle Houses, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not a pro waffle maker by any stretch of the imagination. I never have claimed to be, but what at what point in the waffle making process do you have to use extreme <laughs> humidity? I I don't think that's part of the process. I just think that's those those waffle waitresses. They're just back there, you know, just going to town on some waffles, perspiring. I- <laughs> You know, I think when they were designing Waffle House, they were like, you know what this needs? This needs the ambiance of a YMCA sauna with the same crowd of old men who are way too comfortable with their physique. True. And That's boom, it. Waffle House yep. interiors. And the best thing about Waffle House is that they're always open, 24-7, no matter what. The world the world could be ending, oh, yeah. and you can go get <laughs> smothered and covered hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> If, if it's probably one of the best, like the better meals you can get for five dollars, and you know, I feel like 
we get made fun of a lot because you think of Waffle House, you think of like, oh, that's a midnight or after, like we were drinking and we went. We've been to Waffle House like in the evening, like 4 p.m., 5 p.m., like middle, like just regular meal. <laughs> I feel like at that point in time we should probably question our lives, but I love I love their waffles, so I, I, I think we're fine, but everybody else thinks we're odd for that. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we go to Waffle House during – you know, normal hours, which I kind of almost think that makes us sociopaths <laughs> to a certain extent. I also, so, I, uh, I kind of want to know their process of like, how do they pick their waffle waitresses and waiters? Like, I, I just, I, I want to believe that it's a more rigorous hiring process than we could think. I, I would like to think so too. And I, I don't even want to imagine the process, but I, I give a lot of credit to those people though. It seems like a lot of them are working like four jobs. They're like, yeah. Like you talk to a cook there, like I haven't slept in like four weeks. And like that's that's impressive, and you're still making a, a yeah, solid a waffle. waffle. Have, do you have any like stories of encounters with Waffle House workers? <laughs> um, no, I think there's always the kind of subtle uh, one where they're somewhat hitting on you, and you just kind of don't. I, I, I'm not a, into the waffle flipper lifestyle. I know it's a difficult I mean, one to live by. So, because I I've, I have um, one that's just in just. <laughs> seared into my memory <laughs> is back it was back <laughs> in my it. you know my what, what how'd you say it? chubby buddy days uh when i was a little bit more hefty <laughs> <laughs> uh went to the waffle house in concord north carolina so not only is it a waffle house it's in concord north carolina so it's a, a double whammy um for out in the sticks for everyone who doesn't isn't familiar with that area true this is true sorry about that but um if people don't know Waffle House was the inventor of create your own burger. They, I feel like they've had their put whatever the hell you want on a patty and we'll cook it for you. <laughs> and so, of course, back in that, those days, I, I had reckless abandonment for my physique and my overall or overall health. So I wanted a you know double burger, bacon, fried egg, and what the hell? Why why can't I have two waffles as the buns instead of actual buns? Oh, so I'm 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 giving this rundown to my little waffle waitress there and it just I feel like it if it made her feel a certain type of way because next thing I know she's like wow you know you got you got a big appetite and it just made me so uncomfortable I don't know why and I was like I just ma'am just please give me my burger and she came back and gave me my burger I was there with another good buddy of ours and she just sat there the whole time and talked to us and it made me so uncomfortable I was like I never I never thought that my unhealthy habits would have scored me a woman um it didn't I I ran out of there because she was north of 300 and I think like seven feet tall. So I was like, Ooh, okay, so, I'm getting up. <laughs> Case in point, uh, Waffle House has the best passive aggressive flirters, uh, probably in the business of, mm-hmm. of, I guess you can consider that fast food. But, uh, if, if you ever want to get unsolicited, like, like hit on, go to Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yep. I think that just about wraps it up for this podcast. Uh, as always, uh, I don't, I don't think so, Matt. We're oh, not you done don't yet think so. because there's there's one other thing that I want to bring up here, oh. and it's the most it's the most riveting thing happening on TV today, oh, okay. and it's the National Spelling Bee. Oh, okay, all right. Let's let's. Uh... Yes. So, I just I feel like this is uh, not it doesn't get enough media coverage oh, uh, okay. because there's 
little children up there that are spelling words bigger than I can even comprehend. And so I, I just want to just do a quick little game here where uh, it's called, Are You Smarter Than a Five-Year-Old? And you are contestant number one. Questionably uh, smarter, too. So let's, let's, let's get cracking here. Okay, so backstory. There's a five-year-old in the spelling bee. Uh, Edith Fuller, she's, she killed it. She's a genius in spelling words, so props to her. But anyway, she, she's no longer in the finalist. She got kicked out because she messed up some writing assignment. But she did spell two words correctly, and I'm going to toss them at you, and I'm going to see how you do, okay? All right, go for it. So the first word is tapas. Oh man, tapas like the uh, like the uh, okay T A P A S. Correct. Look at you. So man. so far you are as smart as a five year old. I thought it was second word. So, oh, okay, well just as smart as <laughs> I need. This. I need this. Okay. Um, second word, Nick tenacity. Nick tenacity. Nick, sorry, Nick Dynasty. Oh gosh, uh, I'm just gonna pass on that one. I'm not even like it, that. Just sounds like N I C K. It sounds like your name, and like it's like you're so. <laughs> it's like a nickname, like Nick the Nasty. Like man, did you oh, see? Hey did you see? Did you see that guy at the Waffle House? Oh, you talk about Nick the Nasty. Yeah, Nick the Nasty. That, that's what they named that burger. <laughs> All right. So if I'm gonna give it anyway, a, if I'm gonna give it a good so, old fashioned try, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. N i c k t e n a s t y. No, I figured. It, it, it's N y c t i n a s t y. Yeah, that's what so, I said. A little close. Kind of close. <laughs> well, so I'm going to, since you got that one wrong, for you okay. to be a winner, I'm going to toss a bonus word at you, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Are you ready? Yep. Coffefe. Coffefe. Ooh. Uh, oh, gosh. Here, oh, that's just another shot in the dark here. Uh, let's go with. Would you, uh, would you like to hear it in a sentence? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I think I will. Donald Trump tweeted the other day. The media co- or the media coffee is unfair. <laughs> oh, this could be anything. I also I can give you a definition as well if you like. Yeah, let's let's hear a definition. Coffee, when you want to say coverage, but your hands are too small to hit all the letters on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah, not even gonna attempt that one. I'm just gonna go with F A K E N E W S. Close, but you are not a winner. It's C O V F E F E. Brilliant. So that was that was. Uh, are you smarter than a five year old? And you are a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of a halfway winner. I mean, I, I spelled better than. Let's assume it was one five year old. But it was only one five year old. Yes. So she beat you there's other ones out there that you may still have a mental one-up on (laughs) (laughs) i will take that that advantage and uh i think now that we've kind of decided that we'll we'll wrap up unless there Mm -hmm. are any other spelling words or any other ways that make me feel like uh, more of an ignoramus um but uh as, as always uh 
check us out uh punk ass niche twitter on facebook uh punkcast underscore niche on instagram and uh nick any closing remarks yeah just one last little story here uh yesterday i accidentally swallowed some food coloring the doctor says i'll be all right but i feel like i've died a little inside well i hope you guys tune in next time for another great please episode of punk ass niche it's been a pleasure matt